0: Um, so the big, this is not an intro to the show, but yeah. the big life update mm-hmm. is that my mom and I were not feeling well the last couple of days, so we're like self quarantining. Um, actually, we should talk about this on the show. So, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, full stop. Welcome to Nauseous. Welcome. I'm Jessica, as you know, and I'm Sage. If you don't you should <laughs> um no new fans if you're not already a fan of the show we really don't want you to listen
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been racking up some new fans though have we yeah
0: well i wanted to ask do you cuz i mean the big elephant in the room that we need to address right uh-huh. now is uh-huh. that you are now TikTok famous so um a like maybe discuss how that
1: happened you know what your feelings are and do you think it's contributing to the growing number of listeners we have you just saying that got my gears turning I'm like I'm definitely gonna make a TikTok out of this audio clip (laughs) and try and recruit some fans it's just so ridiculous yeah (laughs) okay so basically um what had happened was (laughs) i basically just posted a video very cavalierly like there are videos that i'll make on tiktok that are just shit posting like me doing whatever i want because that's the attitude i take to that app and there are some that i make and like you know a little bit of me is like hope this kind of pops off like this could be my big break i think most people who post have that Feeling, but this video was definitely one that I was not thinking. I hope this pops off. This is one that I was thinking like, do I even post this? Eh, okay, and it's me being like, sup? Uh, I feel like shit about myself. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my eyebrows done and lip fillers to feel better. Was basically the notion of the video. I go to work, I come back, and it's like a million views. Yeah. Now it's at now it's at eight million, and I'm like, hmm hmm, this really is a be careful what you wish for kind of situation because Jess and I would often, well, often, but occasionally kind of ponder what would it be like if one of us were to gain a sudden internet following. And I certainly don't think this is um, the exact narrative we were imagining. So it's definitely funny and weird because so many people are hitting me up being like, oh my God, you're famous now. I'm like, well, no. Yeah. First of all, I just reject, like, that definition of fame. But second of all, even if you were to just say anyone with a huge following is famous, like, people only care about that video. (laughs) If you, like, look through my profile, (laughs) the ratio of, like, views to followers to likes is, like, shameful (laughs) because no one gives a fuck about my personality or, like, not no one, but, you know, it's not like I've – over the course of many – months and hard work I've created this like following of people who like my personality and my brand it's like no one video went viral and people are just kind of waiting for the updates on that one video so it's interesting and strange and we'll see what happens but for now I'm just living my life I haven't really changed the way I operate (laughs) yeah yeah for sure um
0: definitely you went viral though yeah I guess so yeah, I think TikTok is really weird because I've been thinking I cause I've been I when I first had my first you know for you page on TikTok mm-hmm. um as you'll remember fans we've discussed how I kind of lost my for you page and had to rebuild it. But my first for you page, I think I was in like probably like alt TikTok mm-hmm. or uh like gay TikTok or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like baby, like beginner stages of the free Mm -hmm. page. But now I've just been following, um, you know, black women. Mm So my, my, I feel like I'm in more in like witch TikTok than I was before. Yes. Which at first I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. And then I was like, I am only in witch TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, like I'm not seeing really any other content which is not, like, a horrible thing, but it was also just, like, I think more than other social media apps that I've used, like, of course, you, like, create your own little space and, like, your own little bubble and, like, that's Mm -hmm. where you hang out, but TikTok feels like you're locked in there, Mm. like, you know, it's really hard, unless you're, like, I guess, searching for specific content Mm -hmm. on the app, it's really hard once you create a certain space to, like, find other things outside of that space, I think. And maybe it's just because you're, like, watching videos, so you're seeing the same Mm -hmm. people over and over again. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's been interesting, too, to just be like, oh, I kind of have this, like, space on TikTok. And I'm not a witch, so I'm not, like, a part of that community. But I'm, like, watching all of their videos. And it's interesting.
1: Yeah, it is really interesting, especially because, you know, obviously there's so many people on the app that – Like it's very possible that the app could give me a video from a different person and like never repeat the same person or never repeat the same sound, and I would still be like satisfied. But they don't. And you'll be like, and and you'll like, you know, TikTok with a certain sound, and the algorithm's like, oh, you liked that? Let me show you like twenty more. And you're like, yeah, no, 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 that was enough. So yeah, no, that's definitely interesting. I think well, the way I was describing this too, because I was hanging out with a couple friends who were not really familiar with TikTok. And I was trying to explain to them this, like, micro-labeling that's happening within (laughs) within the app. And I was describing it to be similar to Avatar (laughs) in that um, everything was peaceful and everyone just existed in harmony until the Hype House attacked. And it was really, like, back, back in, like, 2018 when I first downloaded the app, it was just TikTok like it was all the same like I mean it's definitely smaller so that has like an impact the fact that there are just fewer people on the app but like there's no distinction between what kind, like I would get some cosplay I would get some mm-hmm. like POVs I would get some singing I'd get some dancing I'd get some like a little bit of everything and it was great but now it's like once this like surge of clout chasing teenage disasters who have gotten all these followers like once they happen, everyone was like oh we need to differentiate from that because that's becoming the mainstream face of tiktok to the outside world and like we don't want to be a part of that so that's when everything like kind of splintered off oh tiktok oh tiktok yeah that's enough this is enough tiktok to
0: talk yeah we, we always have a tiktok corner every episode <laughs> and one one episode we should challenge ourselves to just not talk about to just it just not address it yeah so my little update is yes. that um right at the beginning of quarantine, like when we stopped working and stuff, my sister had to fly home from school and she was sleeping in our bedroom that we share. Um, and I was sleeping on the kitchen floor as to avoid the potential of getting COVID-19. Yes. Yes. Which was honestly a nightmare. It was, I mean, it was, it was rough. Um, to say the least of like, I just lost my job. I'm trapped in the house all day. I'm, Mm -hmm sleeping in the the most public room on the house, on the floor. And like, we're like all at peak levels of stress because Mm -hmm. are we going to have food? You know, like, Mm -hmm. are we going to get sick? Like all this stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: we got through it. Everything's fine. You know, went back into my room. Um, and then a couple of days ago, my mom, I was kind of not feeling great, but I just had cold symptoms basically. Yeah. And um, I like said something to my mom about like, oh, I have such and such symptom. And she was like, oh, I'm also having that symptom. And I'm having like these other symptoms, which were mm. some of them were overlapped, but some of them were a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, just like cold symptoms, we don't have a fever, but we were both like, well, we're the two people that have been leaving the house to go to work. Um, because I've started working at like a part time job. Oh, okay. She's been working like this whole time basically out yeah. of like, the house because she's an essential worker. So we went today, this morning to get tested, but in the meantime, we're yeah. like self quarantining. Mm-hmm. So now I have the room and my Your sister's in the kitchen. Sister, <laughs> yes, but she's sleeping <laughs> on the couch, I think. But uh-huh. still, it's like, yeah. yeah. And then my mom's sleeping in her bedroom and then Tim is sleeping in his studio. So it's going to be an interesting two weeks. I don't really think that we have it um, because I'm feeling a lot better Mm -hmm. um, and I think my mom's feeling a little bit better, Mm -hmm. but we're obviously playing it safe.
1: Let's start with your self-discovery through fashion and makeup.
0: Yes. So I have not touched the new makeup that I've ordered yet, Mm -hmm. but I will get to it. I'm very excited. Um, Mm -hmm. I have ordered for myself some blue eyeliner and then Sage so wonderfully and kindly sent me the Jackie Ina palette. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that I can see there. That's really exciting. I feel like I, I definitely want to, um, like, kind of make two separate videos using each, each things, and, like, put them on TikTok just to be, like, because I feel like that's an easy way for me to, kind of, get into TikTok, is not to, like, make a tutorial video, but just be, like, oh, I bought this makeup, and then, you know, whatever, this is what it looks like. Yes. Now, I've made a TikTok video, so I can say that I've done it. Also, I have been doing some more shopping recently, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I bought this, my my mom and I were gonna have like a Zoom meeting with someone, and my mom was like, "Oh, let's all wear like hats and like talk about these hats that we have." Uh-huh. But I don't own any hats because uh-huh. of you know various stuff with my hair over the years. I've just been like, it's too much effort to like put a baseball cap over this mm. bush. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, but I I really have wanted a, a bucket hat for a long time, so I went online and I found a purple one and yes. I bought it and like super cute. And I love it. I've been wearing it almost every day. Uh Makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, I like get stressed or sad. I'm like, I'm just going to put this hat on and just (laughs) good. (sighs) one day I'll be able to wear it outside. Yes. That's great. And I love that. And then I um, also have been trying to get into like bandanas and like wearing bandanas over my hair. And Mm. I was doing that right before I cut my hair, so it's a lot shorter now, mm-hmm. um, but I can it's still long enough that I can wear a bandana with it. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to um, someone, and I was like, oh, you know, a friend of mine venmo me some money, just like, mm-hmm. here's some money, have a great day, which yeah. is delightful, very yeah. appreciative of that. And so I was like, okay, I have all this money, and I bought this hat what should I do with the rest of the money? Uh-huh. And, um, my friend was like, well, you should buy a bandana since you're trying to get into these bandanas. So yes. I was like, okay, here are like some bandanas that I like. And they were like, what are you doing? You need to be buying a purple bandana. And I was okay. like... I see you Mm -hmm. and I hear you. You're Mm -hmm. absolutely right. So (laughs) I went on Depop and I was like looking for a bandana that I wanted and I found this like super cute one and then I was like, okay, well, it's my birthday month and I've already spent a lot of money, but Uh it's my birthday month, so YOLO, I deserve it. And there's this um, black owned lingerie company that I've been like looking at. Since everything started and I've been trying to like find more companies to support. Mm -hmm. And they have like a bunch of really cute stuff and they had this Mm bodysuit that was like lilac. And I was like, I want this. So I like put it in my cart with like a bunch of other things and I like emailed them and I was like, Hey, like, not sure what size to buy. And I had emailed them over the weekend. So I was like, Oh, they'll probably get back to me on Monday. Yeah. Next day they emailed me and they were like, tell me everything that's in your cart. Like, we'll give you the exact sizing, like whatever. And like I did. And then I bought it and they're like, okay, we're going to put it together tonight and like ship it out tomorrow. So that's on the way. And I'm just, Oh my God. Support small businesses. (laughs) Yes. It was an incredible business experience.
1: What is it called? Drop the name. B Nude. Just the letter B and then nude. Um, incredible. Yeah, love it. We're talking about tattoos because I know that, you know, these purple purchases and makeup are like more low stakes things that you can do to make yourself feel yourself. But we know yeah. the true dress has a septum piercing and some tattoos. So let's let's get into that in terms of like, if money weren't a thing. Mm-hmm. when do you see this becoming your reality where do you want to start are there more piercings that you have in your heart that I don't know about yeah great know. Wait, question. I, oh, also like hair like I know you've been like interested in going for like box braids or something like give me a whole yeah Who Let's me... just if there were no constraints yeah basically I definitely want some tattoos the the
0: real reason I mean it's expensive to get them and that's yeah. the big reason why I haven't done it before but also because they always say like, Oh, you should have an idea for a tattoo and then think about it for six months and then right. if you still want it, you should get it. Yeah. And I have some tattoos and I'm like, okay, I've thought about it for six months and I definitely want it and <laughs> then I don't have money to get it. And then yeah. like, you know, whatever twelve months later, I'm like, Do mm. I still
1: want that tattoo? Mm. Not yeah. sure.
0: right. So um I feel like I feel like I should just at some point just go and start doing them because i know for some of them once i start doing them like i really want like a bee tattoo or like mm-hmm. a mango tattoo mm-hmm. and if i get that tattoo and i regret it quote unquote mm-hmm. like, i won't really regret it because yes. it's just going to be kind of cute and like it's yes a deal. yeah um the one that i'm like kind of scared to get is i want a finger tattoo of mm-hmm. like a snake and that's one that's obviously more visible mm-hmm. um but also, it's just going to look really cool, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. And I've, I've heard that those have, like, more of a tendency to, like, rub away and stuff because, mm-hmm. obviously, you use your fingers a lot. So, anyways, I'm, I'm less nervous about getting that one. It's more, I think, at this point, just a situation of, like, I need to go and, like, actually make the appointment and, like, actually go and, like, get it, Um, which – is difficult to do right now.
1: Yes, yes. I
0: was thinking of trying to, like, make an appointment for something on my birthday, which is in a week, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I think, I'm not sure how many places are still open. I know I'm sure some are open, but, like, I don't want to, like, do anything risky. Yeah, yeah. Like, now that I'm not feeling great, I definitely would want to wait for my results to come back. So, I think my goal for myself is by the end of 2020 that I either have like my septum piercing or I have one of my tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so I I I do want to get my septum pierced. I also been thinking about getting my eyebrow pierced because one of my friends has done it and is like, I think you would look really great with it. And we should do it. And I feel like that would be a really fun thing to do with her. So I'm kind of like here for it. Um the thing with my piercings that has stopped me from getting them before is like I got um my ear pierced with my sister mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and it, I got a keloid. I got like a really big keloid mm-hmm. that's still growing and I still have. Mm-hmm. And I need to, I, I wanted to like figure out how to get it removed before I went and got any more piercings. Yeah if I got another keloid so that I don't have, because I really, I really hate it. And it makes me feel really ugly, even though I know Mm. it's like just a part of my body and it's like not a big deal. I just yeah, like have a lot of anxiety about like people staring at it and it makes me just feel really gross. Yeah. So I guess like my goals for myself are to either just like go ahead and get the septum piercing and just like YOLO it. Yeah like actually get my keloid removed so that yeah. I just feel better about myself and yeah. I know that it's possible to get it removed and I feel more right. comfortable about going to get another piercing Yeah, in, you know next year or whatever and then I also have like a lot of hair goals for myself because when I was younger I didn't have a really great relationship with my hair I was just like this is complicated it's hard to deal with mm-hmm. and I wish I had straight hair all the time but I know that that's like me just like wanting to subscribe to like what I see around myself which is like white people who have straight hair and like Mm -hmm. seemingly don't have a problem with looking Mm -hmm. all the time and um now I'm like a lot more comfortable with my hair and like I mean I love my hair and I think it's great and I know how to take care of it a lot better so it's easier for me to deal with but I'm like getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I kind of want to experiment with my hair. And I'm just not sure, like, should I dye it? Should I like do box bridge? Should I just mm-hmm. like buy a bunch of wigs and like have fun with it? Mm-hmm. And I'm nervous about um, dyeing it because I don't want to damage the hair. Yeah. But I'm also yeah. like, other people do it all the time and like they seem yeah. fine with it. So I'm um, I, I think with that, I'm more of like in a limbo space because I'm not really sure what I want to do because I have all these ideas and I'm like, they would all look great, but I don't have the time or the money to like just constantly be changing my hair every 15 minutes. Yeah, And my hair grows really slowly. So like Mm -hmm. if I do something and I don't like it, it's going to stay that way for a while. So it's like, I, like, at the beginning of quarantine, I was, like, this is the time to shave my head, but then I was, like, Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna be bald for, like, minimum five years. Yeah. Do you really want to make this impulsive decision right now, or? So I'm a little bit more on the fence about that, but I I do
1: want to do something with my hair for sure. You would look great bald, but I, uh, I'm not gonna pressure you. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think that's tricky, especially with the whole, like, do you want to spend money on these kind of aesthetic things when you're not being seen? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think like a good starting place would be to buy just like a kind of like a cheap, ridiculous, fun wig just to like get into the feeling of changing up your hair. Yeah. And then from there you can like do more extensive permanent things. But I am so excited for this. I'm excited so, I love the eyebrow piercing. Yeah incredible
0: and and since I don't like my eyebrows and I think there are too oh. thin, um uh-huh. I yeah and I can like I still this is my most embarrassing thing during quarantine is at the uh-huh. beginning of quarantine I tweeted and I was like if I don't figure out how to do my eyebrow makeup like that's on me and like uh-huh. quarantine's not over I still have a lot of time but yeah. I can't I can't figure it out I it's <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but if I have an eyebrow piercing, then it doesn't really matter what my makeup looks like. Yeah. People are always
1: like, wow, that looks great yes. eyebrows. Look
0: that, is, that is a solution.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so as we talked about the very opening of this podcast, we do have new fans incoming. Mm-hmm. And one of those fans is Savo, who I told you about, who's a yeah. friend of Yasmin. I'm very um, excited to meet Shout today. out. Savo, you're probably listening to this right now. Well, you requested a topic and that is the dolls of our youths. Okay. Like year 2000 dolls. Yes. One, did you have them? Two, did you have doll preferences? So Barbie versus Polly Pocket versus Bratz versus, we've talked about American Girl dolls versus maybe there's some other doll that I'm not aware of. Um, And what did you do to them? Yeah. I wrote down Barbie torture. Um but maybe you didn't torture your Barbies. Maybe you pampered them, maybe you created drama. I have so many stories just around the dolls of my childhood. So,
0: well, you go first because I've been talking. Tell us about your Sure. elaborate on
1: Barbie torture. Barbie torture. Okay. I I personally didn't torture them, I would say. But so my mom Mama E um you know, she's a feminist. And as a child, she didn't really want me to have Barbie dolls or mm-hmm. brats. She didn't like how sexualized they were or their proportions. She would much rather me play with some other doll or toy, I guess. Nonetheless, I I had so many. They They just, they just made their way into my home, whether a friend forgot one or like, One of her coworkers would give them to me. Like, I just ended up with a lot of Barbie dolls. And my best friend, Joni, um, also had a lot – like, had a lot a lot of dolls because she was an only child. So she needed to be preoccupied with things. (laughs) Um, So I'd say from my younger age, I was really into makeovers and, like, spa treatments. So I'd fill up the sink with water and put them in to the, like, sink, wash their hair – wash their little bodies but then I also wanted to like upgrade them so I cut a lot of their hair I dyed a lot of their hair with like markers and I cut a lot of their clothes to be more like rocker chic and then as I got older to a point where like I probably shouldn't have been playing with dolls anymore Joni and I would (laughs) this is not PC um we've grown but we played a game called demented Barbies which is literally just us like having them be like really really dumb and like dramatic like kind of like bad girls club but with Barbie dolls in a sense yeah where they were all like stupid and fighting over Ken all the time like that (laughs) that was our and they're always pregnant And it's just like a lot of drama and them hating each other and like fighting and that's what we did with them. Yeah, so that was my you know overall. I was much more into like play pretend than I was into playing with actual things. But I'd say dolls ranked a second. So
0: my like absolute this is not a doll, but like my absolute Mm -hmm. first love in life was stuffed animals. Uh huh. And my sister and I had. Probably at least a hundred stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, more. and a lot right. of them are still somewhere in the garage. Um, yes, because it was hard to get rid of them. Because it was like, but I love this one. And yeah. Like, okay, but what about this one? You're like, but yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but we had we had, in terms of like dolls, we had everything I think except brats we each had mm-hmm. an american girl doll mm-hmm. we had some barbies but not too many barbies mm-hmm. we had poly pockets mm-hmm. which i think is probably my favorite mm-hmm. um we had my little ponies we oh, had a wow. lot of my little ponies which we loved yeah. and then we also had a lot of um my littlest pet shop oh my god
1: don't get me started
0: Reign supreme so yeah. we would like set up like all the different, like, we had a Barbie house, and we would set yeah. that up, and wow. then, like, a Polly Pocket, like, hair salon, mm-hmm. and then we would set up our, um, My Little Pony Castle, and then I forget what we had for Little's Pet Shop, but we had some oh sort of I think we had an igloo, and yeah. then we would just, like, p- like, play, like, with all of them at the same time, yeah, which was great. Um, so we would always have, like, I think it was, like, the biggest thing was, like, Polly Pockets versus Barbies of Mm -hmm. like there was always some kind of tension there Mm -hmm. um and if I remember correctly the littlest pet shops were always on the Polly Pocket side and Mm -hmm. then you know my little ponies would come in and be like everybody should be friends that makes sense stop fighting um love that but yeah we had we had (laughs) a lot of options yeah um should we should we do the rnf day yeah that's exactly
1: what I was gonna say
0: great what yarn me? update. Yarn update. So first, the most important yarn update is this. <gasps> oh! I have wow. completely unraveled the knot in the green ball. Um, the yarn is very – I don't know if you can see that, but she is – she's not doing so high. But you know what? She's it is in her. a ball. Yes. So that's success.
1: Yes. Update
0: part two uh-huh. is that I have started the coaster <gasps> and – it, oh my goodness one, but it looks pretty good you that know? does look pretty good i am almost done with it
1: yeah um, all right guys we have this beautiful pumpkin coaster going on yes i mean i'm very excited about this yes two How years in the so making on this <laughs> hey you know what maybe maybe i'll insert a clip right here from episode one of you you know, being worried that this may never happen and here you are. Wow.
0: That's growth, people.
1: That's that what growth gross. looks like. Believe in yourself.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. So um, I have this like new pipe dream now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are doing their online business thing. Mm-hmm. Um and if, if this goes well and I, like, actually finish this project, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be fun for me to, like, actually get back into crochet. And it's, like, yeah. something easy that I can do while I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometime in the in the future, I'll start selling things online. Yes. Because I used to make, like, blankets and scarves and stuff. Oh. And I wouldn't make, like, you know, tops and things people can wear. But, like, yeah. I can make some blankets and sell them. Yeah. Some coasters. Yeah. Love it. So that's exciting. Some stuck Yay. animals. We'll see what happens in the future. Oh my I'm, goodness. I'm feeling good about this project and I'm very happy that the yarn update is that I have unraveled and I'm almost done with my yes, first coaster. Me
1: too. This is an excellent yarn update. I'm yeah. so happy. <laughs> what else you got? Well, I wrote Missed Connections. I don't yeah, know what's what was... up with that. I don't know what I was really trying. connection. Saying? Well, I don't know what I was really trying to get at. I think it was like, I think what the angle my brain was taking here was that we do tend to shout out people here and there in our podcast, typically people who do listen. Um, and I was wondering if there are any people in your life that probably will never listen to this, mm-hmm. but you want to shout out anyway just maybe someone who positively impacted your life or that you think about often that, like, would never know that you think about often or appreciate? Yeah, that's great. That's a great question. And, like, they probably will never know that you said that here now. But, like, they could. They could, yeah. But they they, they
0: probably won't. I think the threat for me is they could. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, but, uh, I mean... There are some people. There are for sure some people. I, I'm i definitely the kind of person that, like, has a lot of people that I consider to be friends mm-hmm. that I I never speak to, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I'm, like, wow, I love this person, and, like, mm-hmm. I trust their advice implicitly, mm-hmm. and, like, I follow them on the internet and, like, mm-hmm. want them to know, you know, mm-hmm. or I want to know everything that they're doing, but, like, mm-hmm. they – we definitely haven't spoken in, like, over a year. Yeah. Um, to name a specific person, I would say, actually, probably, like, some of my professors from college, like, mm-hmm. I have this one professor, um, her name is Kelly Fury, Fury, mm-hmm. and she is, like, truly the smartest woman I've ever met in my life, mm-hmm. like, so smart that you're, like, I just want to follow you around all day, because everything yeah. is just so incredibly intelligent, and, yeah. um, yeah she's just like really really smart and she definitely doesn't know that this podcast exists because mm-hmm. I haven't told her about it but mm-hmm. if she ever did listen to it and like enjoyed it that would be mm-hmm. really meaningful to me
1: oh that's yeah. so funny that you say that because I actually reached out to a professor that I had in college like a couple weeks ago I emailed her and I was like shout out to you <laughs> you were great and I'm sorry I was a bad student that's uh, great yeah What about you? Do you have anyone? I mean, there are so many people just in my, like, who I think about a lot, like, for no particular reason, just from my past. I don't know. There are definitely a lot of people that I, like, I mean, I think in college I had a lot of, like, friend crushes, like, people who I thought were so cool, Mm -hmm. who I just never really talked to, and I just, like, admired from afar. But I also wasn't very secret about them. Like, anyone I saw who, like, knew them, I'd be like, oh, my God, I think so. It was, it was so cool.
0: Yeah, like, a person I could definitely say, like, she will yeah. listen to the podcast. So yeah. this is not – but it's, like, Yasmin. I feel oh, so yeah. close to Yasmin, And, like, yeah. I've literally only met her one time. And yeah. I, like, truly don't know her very well yeah. at all. But I just admire her so dude, much. Dude. And I think she's incredible. And I would just yeah. love to be very, like, great friends with her. Yeah. Stalker, but she will 100% to New York. listen to the
1: – yeah, I know. It's really tragic. She'll be back. I yeah, know back. Yeah, I mean, the thing about – and how much do I want to dive into the psyche of me and my friendship? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> all I'll say is, you know, you hear this thing that it's like surround yourself with people that you want to be like, and that's how I feel with her. We're like, I'll hang out with her and her friends from school, and I just feel so dumb. Mm -hmm. I feel so out of touch so like not doing enough not thinking enough not reading enough like so behind but I just tell myself that, like and I'm like I'm always convinced that like every time we hang out I'm like she's gonna drop me after this she's gonna be like Sage actually is a bigoted piece of shit and I don't want to associate with her anymore and obviously that's not the case and she's like very like makes her care for me very clear but I'm like when is when is she gonna catch on that I'm not as amazing as she is but I have to remind myself that that's not what's gonna happen and like it's important to keep hanging out with her because that's how you learn and that's how you become more like the person that you want to be like not like separating so yeah that's great so I feel a little bit convicted by that because I, I,
0: I also have friendships like that where I'm like, wow, this yeah. person is incredible and they don't like me and yeah. they'll never <laughs> want to hang out with me again. So I'll just yeah. never speak to them again. Yeah. And I should definitely just text those people and just be yeah. like, hey, how are you doing? And yeah.
1: Like, it's yeah. not bad like at all. Yeah. To anyone listening, this is your sign that the person that you think is like not about your friendship or relationship or whatever it is. Nah. Just take- continue. Keep you take the chance? Yeah. Especially and,
0: in this, you know, time of yeah. quarantine, if you yeah. text somebody,
1: you know, they're at free will <laughs> to not text you back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think too, I mean, just being like mindful. I mean, we talk a lot about like our media diet and like the things that we're taking online. But when we do go back to hanging out with people, like think about who are right people you're surrounding yourself with. And if you're constantly comfortable With your friends, like while comfort and friendship are things that I do think should go together and there's definitely merit in those friendships where you feel comfortable, you should also definitely have relationships where you feel challenged and you feel like you have to reflect and real like align your thoughts and beliefs when you hang out with them Mm because growth should come of friendship as well. Anyways, help you feel good about yourself, Yasmeen. Don't let your ego get too vague. So yeah. I <laughs> think part of the reason that you are like, oh, I like Yasmeen
0: introduced me to this person and like I yeah. get along. And I was like, well, yeah. if Yasmeen likes this person better. Yeah. Yeah. I want to meet them. Yeah. <laughs> if they have the Yasmeen stamp of approval, then yeah. I am yeah. on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely someone that uh. if you like Oh, yes, means jumping off this cliff. I'd be like, okay, well, I
1: trust her implicitly. I so, mean, yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, wow. We really have just developed a Yasmin. We got <laughs> it's corner, a TikTok corner, a mean corner. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> That's so funny.
0: I have been like reading up about my Enneagram type over the quarantine. As you may or may not know, like, I'm really obsessed with Enneagram because I feel mm-hmm. like it's been the most helpful for me learning about myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I'm, like, really introverted, and, like, I have a hard time, like, maintaining the relationships that I make with people, because mm-hmm. I just get really burnt out, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can't talk to anybody, and then for some people, that's, like, you know, they don't like that, and it feels like rejection, and then I, like, mm-hmm. try to reopen the door to that relationship, and I'm just, like, not very close to too many people because of yeah. that, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but I was, like, reading about my type, and it was saying, like, that is like pretty much where you're like middle of the road, where you're like not super healthy, but you're not super unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But like the healthiest version of my type is like you, um, like have struck a strong balance between like taking time for yourself and like caring for yourself but also mm-hmm. like investing in your relationships and like pouring into people and like helping them feel like good about themselves mm-hmm. all the time so you do have these like strong relationships where people are like feel close to you because they feel like you are like uplifting mm-hmm. them and like creating a, a safe space for them but you're also like not compromising your own mental health in order mm-hmm. to do that and i was just like seeing, like, what the most unhealthy version of my type was and, like, identifying really strongly with that of, like, that's what my childhood was like of, like, mm-hmm. oh, I can – I know that I was, like, doing all these, like, really negative things mm-hmm. um and, like, just not taking care of myself and, like, mm-hmm. have gotten to a place in my life where I'm right at that cusp of being healthy mm-hmm. and just feeling, like, really excited about, like, A, growth as possible and B, like – wanting to get to that place of being the healthiest I can be because that's always been like that desire to have those healthy relationships and also like have a safe space for myself has been something I've always wanted in my life. And like realizing like, Oh, that is pretty much in line with like your personality type and it's possible. Like it's not Mm -hmm. just like this fantasy of like, Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe in like a perfect world I can like have good relationships and good mental health but it's like Mm. no you can't have those things in this world in this world like you just have to like do the things that you need to do to get there yeah so that's also not to create a continuous therapy corner but like that's Mm -hmm. where I'm like okay feeling more motivated to get into therapy I think Mm -hmm. than I ever have been Mm -hmm. because it's just like realizing like okay the things that I also in line with like buying the clothes that I want and like the makeup that I want and like you know, like, getting the piercings and tattoos that I want, like, I'm just feeling more and more like, okay, the things that I want are possible. Yes. And maybe life isn't good, but, like, I can still be, feel like the best version of myself, even if life is not going to get better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, (laughs) wow. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I love that for you. Especially because, like, even coming into this, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not doing so great right now. But, like, even that, like, that can be true while still maintaining this overall ideology. Yes. A possibility. I love that. Um, I too, I don't know if I'm introverted or extroverted. I feel like I'm very much in the middle. Um, Because sometimes I hang out with people and I feel absolutely like energized off Mm -hmm. of it. And I'm like, wow, that like really is what I needed. And sometimes I hang out with people and I'm like, I not only feel drained, but I feel like shit about myself. Yeah. It can go either way. Never know. Roll with (laughs) that. But yesterday, I was, I don't know what the, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened because Sunday and Monday were really bad days. I was feeling very not good. And then no, like nothing changed, no, nothing happened, nothing changed. But on Tuesday, I felt like on top of the world. And in that like feeling, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm just going to hit up everyone ever. Ever. So I texted, like, 15 people from, like, my freshman year of college. Like, well, actually, like, my whole college career, kind of. Being like, hey, what's up? How are you? Like, people I haven't talked to in, like, three years. Like, tell me everything. Like, give me your update. And that was great. Um, and that was fun. But obviously, that's not, like, a sustainable – like, I can't – like, <laughs> Messi said there's a balance between, like, isolating and not talking to anybody ever again and, like, texting 15 people at once. But the reason why I bre- – bring this up partly because it related to what you're talking about, but partly because I have a fantastic story to tell. <laughs> related ready. to so, in doing so, I was like, okay, I texted the, you know, 15 people that came to my mind, but maybe there are hidden gems in my contact list. So I'm gonna scroll through my contact list and see what's going on. But then I realized that there are so many people in there who I just like didn't know who they were or where I knew them from. So that led me to being like, well, I need to do a contact cleanse and I need to go through all the numbers on my phone and either try and identify them. Like if there's no last name attached, I'll like look up their area code and their name and try and do some Nancy Drewing and figure out who they are. And I was doing that and it was going pretty well until I came across someone named Andrew just like, and it was just Andrew. And I know a few Andrews and I made sure it wasn't like one of the other Andrews and it wasn't. And the area code was the same area code that my friend Grace is in. So I text her and I'm like, do you have this number in your phone? And she was like, no. So I put it into Snapchat to see if someone comes up. No one came up. So I'm like, who the freak is this Andrew person? (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, all right. I mean, like, who could it be? If I don't know who it is, it must be just someone that I met, like some random event or like a bar or a friend of a friend's party or something like that, that I put their number in and didn't think of it. Like it had, it has to be something like that. So I'm like, should I just text them and I ask them who they are. And I was again, yesterday I was in quite a like woohoo mood. So the text I send is, I'm doing a cleanse of my contacts and I simply cannot account for who you are. And so this is your chance to make your case as to why I should or should not keep you as contact. The reply, hi Sage, I'm Julia's uncle, Andrew. You met me when Julia's mother and I helped you attend a rock concert several years ago. Your choice how to deal with my contact info. Written like in a letter kind of format, like high sage, comma, but I'm like off freaking course. I send this like borderline rude message to this poor sweet uncle who, when he says rock concert, he's actually referring to Coachella. He chaperoned <laughs> me and my friend to Coachella. Like, poor man spent his weekend just like staying in this hotel while we went off. To Coachella, like, I felt, so so I replied, I was like, hi, Andrew, thank you so much for the clarification, and sorry if my initial message was a bit impertinent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Throw in that fancy word. Yeah, I I had to throw throw in a fancy word.
1: Oh my god, I was freaking out, I was like, I've, I was just trying to be like, I was like, maybe this is like some cute boy that I just like don't know who they are, and this is our like, love story. No. That hasn't been ruled out yet. (laughs) What <laughs> <laughs> Good point, good point anyways that's that's my story. um, yeah, sometimes you take risks and you
0: fail, but yeah. you still have to <laughs> you saved it, you know,
1: yeah, that's just
0: true, this and for all true. you know, that was the most interesting text message he received all day, so. yeah. Maybe, yeah, you're right, you're right. So what's next on the list?
1: Not to be too formal, but. No, I, I think I think we, oh, okay, the last thing, and this is just a thing about me, so we don't necessarily need to go into it, but I wrote, my many podcast attempts and general inability to commit to anything for more than a day. Yeah. I mean, just in general, like, I'm someone who um, hmm, has no work ethic and is not very disciplined. <laughs> So I always am like, oh, I'm really, I'm really good at making plans. I'm really bad at sticking to them. Yeah. So I've had so many creative ventures or ideas for hobbies or ideas for self-improvement that I've like been so gung-ho about and that have made it to the point where I actually have to like start doing something about it. And then I stopped. I tried. This is actually my third podcast attempt (laughs) and it's only worked because I have someone else attached to it and also i just think that makes for a more interesting podcast than me talking about malcolm in the middle by myself <laughs> i still have i still have big dreams
0: and hopes for that malcolm in the middle podcast Yeah,
1: uh, maybe but maybe me need to hop on if
0: this needs yeah. to turn into a you know we discuss malcolm in the middle hmm. nauseous can become
1: that become that podcast we can hey. it, it just really is a fantastic show that i don't think i'll ever stop talking about um but before that in high s- no, no no in college i wanted to start a podcast that i think i have recorded one episode of but like is lost it's like gone forever it probably made, like absolutely zero sense but the concept was kind of like death sex and money if you know that podcast where the whole notion is like talking about things that people are like uncomfortable, uncomfortable talking with. about yeah it was going to be like that um but like who like who gave me the authority to just talk about like I don't know like I don't know what I thought that I was bringing to the table with that concept, but um, yeah, I don't know that that didn't make it very far um what what did you talk about in your first episode? I, I remember I don't remember. I think no. it probably was like a mental healthy thing, but I think most of it was just like an introduction. Mm-hmm. I, I literally recorded it in voice memos like it was not a legit thing speaking of I don't know if this is for this podcast maybe the next episode this will be our little like cliffhanger but I do have a pitch for a um topic which is to go through either our notes or our voice memos whichever is more interesting for you because I've really started implement, i really started using my voice memos at the end of college, and let me tell you, there are some gems in here. Really, it's yeah, mostly- I think it'll
0: be notes for me because I've got yeah. yeah. an
1: insane amount of notes, and I just don't even know it all. Of these yes, are. so you heard it here first, folks. If you want to know what's going on in the depths of my voice memos and Jess's notes, you should come back next week. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, no, I
0: re- I really relate to. Um, not following through, Mm -hmm. because I also am really good at planning, but not good at sticking to the plan, Mm -hmm. and I think just in general, there's this, like, idea that, like, you have to, like, pick one thing, and, Mm -hmm. like, that's your thing, like, your Mm -hmm. thing is whatever roller skating and like yeah I'm an expert at roller skating. But I'm much more like a oh I like doing this and 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 I, like I, mm-hmm. I want to do all of them. So I'll just do one every you know, like I'll yeah. just, like a little bit here and a little bit there. But then I feel really frustrated because I'm like, okay, well I'm not an expert at anything. And it's like Jack of all
1: trades, no. master of none. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that, honestly. No, definitely not. I think for me, like, this is me calculating how like far I went. I've done this whole, I have such a loose understanding of self. Mm-hmm. Like, I am able, and I, you know, obviously this podcast serves an example to talk about Anything forever. Like i c I'm a talk like I can talk forever about shit. I just babble. But if you ask me like what's a topic that I could talk about for a long time, I would be apt like I draw a complete blank. I feel like I don't know anything about <laughs> anything. <laughs> and there's just like certain things that I do that are comfortable and like most of that is like social media, which is not a healthy or good or productive thing to spend all your time doing, but I don't know, there's, like, it's, I definitely agree that it's fine to be spread out, and, like, you don't need to be an expert of anything, but I feel like I'm not even a jack of all trades. I feel like I'm, like, a fool of all trades, a novice of all trades, like, I just, oh, who am I? Oh,
0: no. Well, also, in your defense, you're young, Yeah. You know? You have so much time to
1: figure all these things out. And- I just come from a culture where, like, every freaking person in my college had a fucking personal website. Yeah. And, like, a newsletter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. That okay. I- really, to me, is doing the most. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? If somebody – Yeah. I have one friend that sends out, like, a mm-hmm. personal newsletter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll read this because you're the only person that sends this story. Yeah. But if, like, 10 people were sending personal newsletters, I would be throwing all of them away. Yeah.
1: I mean, I will say, just in case these people listen to this, (laughs) my friend Brandon has both a personal website and a newsletter. And it's so funny to me because him and I share similar sentiments, but they manifest very differently, where that we both have this whole, like, what is my identity? What do I want to put my time into? Like, who am I? And what do I want to portray myself as? But, like, he actually has shit. <laughs> like, he's a really talented photographer, and his lo- newsletter slaps, even though it, like, drives him crazy to make it. And I just feel like I could I could completely convey to someone who Brandon Liu is in a very concrete way and, like, give a great elevator pitch for him. But with me, I'm like, uh. um, And there's this other kid who has a newsletter who I – think is freaking hilarious like it's very it's not like here's my life update it's just like really really funny and clever but still but like still just the notion that someone like has a like a routine and a thing that they produce that is like a some like is a is representative of who they are and what they've been thinking about I'm like yeah (laughs) could it be me (laughs) I just encourage
0: you to embrace this identity as a chaos as, as an agent of chaos and <laughs> just really yeah. rain you know we need yeah. that we need more people in life who are just like yep
1: yeah can't, can't,
0: can't, couldn't be me yeah
1: yeah you never know what you're gonna get with me well anything else on your list um oh yeah my
0: my book club update oh yeah yeah, yeah. Is- of course of course of course so we've had this will be our third book club meeting that we're gonna have upcoming. Wow. It hasn't happened yet. And mm-hmm. the first the first meeting we had, they were like, everybody nominate what book you want to read. And I was mm-hmm. like, not for the first meeting. It couldn't be me. Like yes. I will not be nominating. I will just be reading what everyone else wants to yeah. read. And um my friend Hoffa, who's the friend who wanted to get the eyebrow piercing, she recommended a book that got chosen mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. like an incredible book mm-hmm. um, about like how to do, like, feminist literary analysis. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone loved it. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. We were like, this is great. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Then second meeting, I was like, you know what? Should I recommend something? And then I was like, no, I won't do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. And then we skipped – we didn't read anything for the month of June. Mm -hmm. Um, And so July came around. They're like, we're going to do another thing. And I was like, should I suggest that we read something – I don't really want to, but, like, I'm looking at the other things that other people are suggesting, and they're, like, all non – well, there was one book that wasn't nonfiction, but they were mostly books, like, about – um racism and like racial issues mm-hmm. which is great because we should definitely be reading something like that for book club mm-hmm. but I was just like I've been reading so much stuff and like consuming so much content you know. I just want to read like a novel mm-hmm. but we haven't read anything by a woman of color mm-hmm. in the group and there's one other suggestion that's been made but like I feel like I want to make a suggestion just to like make one you know like this, yes. is, this yes. is it if I'm yes. gonna make one like now's time Yes. So I did make a suggestion. Yes. And then my book got chosen. Yes. So I will be leading the book club discussion, which is a yes. new group. But I'm really excited about it. My book hasn't come in the mail yet, but mm-hmm. um I just think it's going to be fun and like it's a great group of people. Like I love awesome. the book club, so I'm
1: I'm excited about that. And oh my goodness, that is too. so wonderful. What book did you recommend?
0: Um, Sula by Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet, but I've always wanted to read one of her books. Mm-hmm. But then I've been scared to read them because I know that they're, like, supposed to be, like, really emotional. But mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what? Like, to read it with a group of people is, like, the perfect. Yes, yeah. Because then if I'm, like, whatever, having feelings about the book, then I can go to the group and talk to them about it. That's awesome. So i'm not sure when we're gonna have the meeting but I'm wow proud of you thank you thank you that's awesome that's awesome hopefully everyone else likes it too
1: mm-hmm. like and you know what look. if they don't that's fine that's a <laughs> part of reading like sometimes you don't like what you read yeah that's okay. but i think yeah. i think it'll be great well i'm glad i'm glad you So many good updates about your life in this episode, or not episode, but just in this conversation. (laughs) I started off really rocky with the situation. Yeah, but between your new hat and your pumpkin coaster and your book recommendation, I'm feeling really good about your trajectory. Okay, so this is Sage editing, and. We straight up didn't even attempt an outro, like we just decided to stop recording. Hey, you know what? We're new to this, so appreciate the understanding, but this is me signing off. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Nauseous. Honestly, who knows when the next one will come, because it's hard out here for bitch, okay? But hopefully next week we will say um less. Our transitions will be better and we'll have an intro and outro, but I guess you'll just have to wait to find out. Bye.